in here. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Wednesday edition. How about your Atlanta Braves? And if they're not your Atlanta Braves, they should be. We'll be playing in the National League Championship Series against either the Giants or the Dodgers. Get a little rest up after last night's victory. 5-4, courtesy of a Freddie Freeman left center field shot with two outs in the bottom of the eighth. So, go Freddie. All right, normally today, um, it being a Wednesday, uh, first shot president uh, Andy Herzer would be joining us. Of course, Andy, longtime assistant basketball coach at Middle, uh, formed the nonprofit uh, First Shot uh, upon leaving uh, – the coaching profession, but really didn't quit. Didn't really leave the profession. He just went and helped kids out instead of coaching young adults. But anyway, I want to give a shout out to Andy. Uh, he had hip replacement surgery Monday. Matter of fact, I made the mistake of calling him, thinking he was having that surgery today, and he was just he had just come out of it. So um, anyway. Hope he's doing well. Haven't talked to him in a couple days. You know, never know when people are able to sleep. You know one thing, you're not going to sleep in the hospital, but I don't think he had to stay there. It was a same-day surgery. So, but anyway, shout-out to Andy. Also, uh, uh, kind of a sad note on the, uh, not kind of, a sad note uh, for the Riverdale football program, really the Murfreesboro community and the coaching profession as a whole, uh, the passing of uh, Dean Fisher. Uh, coach Fisher was the second coach at Riverdale High School, I think from 84 to 89. He followed Phil Watts and preceded uh, Gary Rankin. Then you had Coach Adelot and now Coach Kreisky. So um, only five coaches in the history of Riverdale football which is pretty amazing, you know, consider they started in 72. So, you know, you're pushing 50 years with just uh, five coaches. Coach, Coach Fisher passed away yesterday at the um, age of 75. Um, he had coaching stops, I don't know, I want to say maybe, um, I know Macon County, I'm not sure where else, but um, as well as here in Rutherford County, uh, he was a Standout football player for MTSU. Uh, legend has it he um, the Blue Raiders played against Pensacola Navy one year here, and Roger Stallback was the quarterback. And um, Coach Watts, as I said, legend has it. I don't know all the details, but had a pretty good game and cre- created a lot of issues for Stallback. Grew up, went to church with him. He was an extremely fine man, uh, and condolences. Uh, his two sons are friends of mine, John and Chris. So, Chris being the oldest, John the the youngest. Uh, John lives out west in Idaho uh, now, and um, him and Chris have done 
great things for themselves and uh, i'm sure they would uh, attribute that to the um legacy left behind as their uh, by their father so condolences to dean fisher okay uh blue raiders were off last week um well not off they kind of took some time off um planet liberty they're off this week um lose the liberty 41 13 uh just um just a better football team you know probably the best team middle will play this year and that includes uh, virginia tech um you know kind of hung around these they just they couldn't get anything going offensively i think their first five series they did nothing uh, at one time it was a 26 to 13 game middle did score early in the third quarter but um by all accounts just got beat by a better team they're off this week and they play next friday at uh um connecticut that's a cbs sports uh game so again i don't like friday college games but uh no one's really ever asked my opinion on that matter uh the titans were victors you know you look at that score 37 19 over uh the jaguars and you say oh they finally had an easy game well not really as i said the titans don't play stress-free games but then you know you look around the league there's not a lot of stress-free games they're all pretty close you know touchdown field goal but they got a big defensive stand at the end and then we're able to go down and score and put the game away and beat urban myers jaguars i will say this trevor lawrence is learning on the go but he's he's got all the tools to be an, a great not a good a great nfl quarterback and uh let's not forget the likes of troy aikman peyton manning hall of famers um really struggled mightily their first year so um he's gonna have to be reckoned with for a long time in this league and particularly for the titans in this division as obviously they play them twice so um but anyway derrick henry over 100 again uh, ryan Tannehill looked good kevin byard a 30-yard fumble return a pick they had a great game. Been waiting for one of those from him. I think in the last, I want to say in the last, since he got in the league, he has the most interceptions during that time frame. Uh, or, in tor- or turnovers forced. He's um, He's been outstanding in that regard. Uh, this week, it, 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 it almost looks like a beatdown coming their way. They're playing a, a Bills team that, one, is pretty healthy, and two, is extremely talented. Uh, the Titans, you know, you just don't know who, who's going to be there. You know, their first-round pick hadn't, hadn't played. And you would think, you know, and you had, what, Elijah Wilson last year, a bust. 
never play. Well, he played in victory formation a couple times, but he was a bust. And to me, if you're a rookie, if you're a number one pick, even though you're a rookie, you got to help your team in some way. That's too big of an investment, especially when you look at the Titans right now and their offensive line. You got to help them some, some form or fashion, whether it's, you know, special teams, whatever, you know, uh, skill player. You got you got to help in some regard, and you know they've had some whiffs on their drafts, you know, and you you look at the money you went out and spent with um, Bud Dupree and Julio Jones. Julio Jones had one great game. Unfortunately, they played 17. You know, he wasn't in the lineup. A.J. Brown got back in the lineup, and it helped. Just his presence. You know, you have to, he didn't have to go out and catch 10 balls. Just his presence helped. So hopefully they'll get Julio back. Hopefully they'll keep A.J. Brown healthy. But, boy, they got their hands full Monday night against a, an outstanding Bills team who took a pretty good butt-kicking in Nashville last year from the Titans. It's weird. The Titans have played them, I think it's like four years in a row now. But anyway, um, the Titans are 3-2. and two. They look good in their division. They got the Chiefs coming up. You know, the Chiefs are getting kind of, you know, they're not in desperation mode, but they're getting close. You know, that's a good division there. And it looks like San Diego's the best team. Uh, the Raiders, you know, they're they're a train wreck again with the John Gruden. You know, I, I likened everything you read about the stuff he reportedly emailed out. I mean, it was like the movie Grand Torino with um, Clint Eastwood in it. He went above he went above and beyond to um, insult just about everybody he could. Um, so, um, he's out, never to be seen again, really, I don't think. So they, they, they're, they've got their distractions now, so I don't know that, how big of a factor they're going to be, but certainly with the games coming up with the Chiefs and the, and the Bills, um, it's going to be tough. And Ravens, um. Colts looked good the other night. Carson Wentz slipped through for over 400 yards. Uh, Lamar Jackson, though, was unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right, you're listening to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. At McCabe Vision Center, we have added a full cosmetic line to the services that we provide. Dr. Craig McCabe. We provide laser treatments to get rid of those little brown splotches, surface blood vessels, as well as fine lines and wrinkles. 
McCabe Vision Center. Make yourself look 10 years younger. Call McCabe Vision Center. On Heritage Park Drive, behind SunTrust Bank. Are you looking for a different kind of bank? Open your eyes to a credit union. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help hardworking Americans achieve their financial goals faster. And because we're owned by our members, you get a piece of the pie. Visit our website, heritagesouth.org, to open your first account and see how we help when others won't. Insured by NCUA. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Okay, Conference USA football. Again, Blue Raiders fall uh, last week. 41-13 at Liberty. Had this week's schedule. A little limited. Marshall at North Texas. UAB at Southern Miss. Western Kentucky at Old Dominion. Rice at Texas San Antonio. And Louisiana Tech at UTEP. The standings uh, got... Most everybody's got a couple games, with the exception of MTSU. Well, they've got a couple too. Charlotte two and zero, FAU and Marshall one and one, Middle one and two, Western zero and one, Old Dominion and FIU are zero and two. In the West, uh, San Antonio is two and zero, six and zero overall. UTEP pick last, two and zero, five and one overall. UAB's two and zero. Louisiana Tech is 1-0. Rice is 1-0. And Southern Miss and North Texas are 0-2. Of course, the big news in college football, Alabama goes down to Texas A&M. Texas A&M played a great game. Alabama did not, but Texas A&M had a lot to do with that. And it makes you wonder. How do you lose to Mississippi State at home and then turn around as an 18-and-a-half-point underdog and beat the number one team in the country? Well, right now, the number one team in the country, to me, is clearly Georgia. They've given up two touchdowns all year. And granted, they had played the greatest schedule in the world. Clemson not as good as we thought they would be. And they struggled offensively, but I'm telling you, 
That Georgia defense is something else. And Tennessee for the second week in a row. Um, my gosh. You blink your eye on them, you've missed the, pretty much the ball game. They were up 28 to nothing in a hurry. Iowa, now number two. One by three over Penn State. They don't knock the Penn State quarterback out. I'm not so sure they win that game, though. Texas blew a huge lead to Oklahoma. I'm sure the coach, Preston O'Neill, very excited about that. This week, Vanderbilt at South Carolina. Somebody's got to win a football game. Uh, boy, Tennessee looked great uh, the last two weeks, albeit against Missouri and South Carolina. But I think teams coming into the year, you thought, okay, they got a chance to win those games. I don't think anybody coming into the year thought they would wipe the turf with them, though. Find out how good they are this week because they've obviously gotten better and found a rhythm offensively. Uh, and Lane Kippen uh, returning to UT, I guess he'll bring the popcorn because this should be a shootout. I think the over-under, it's over 80. It's 84 or something like that. It's, it's crazy. Um, Kentucky at Georgia this week. What a big game. Auburn at Arkansas. Uh, boy, tough game for Arkansas to lose at Ole Miss. 52-51, opted to go for two. Like going for two, didn't like the call. But we're all um, good Monday morning quarterbacks and armchair quarterbacks, whatever the case may be. <laughs> Did fail to mention when I was talking baseball, it'll be the Red Sox and the Astros uh, going at it. You know, you just think the Red Sox, four wins away from going to the World Series. Certainly the Astros favored, but just think they had to play a play-in game against the Yankees just to get to this point. When you take down Tampa, you got, you got some pretty good mojo going there. Okay, high school. Last week, Oakland 27, CPA 24. Another goal line stand for the Patriots. They've had two really close games now. With CPA and with um, Lipscomb Academy. And this week, the Battle of the Borough. And it could really be a Battle of the Borough this week. Riverdale travels to Oakland. Riverdale with four shutouts this year. Gave up three points to Smyrna. I think the big question in this, I think they'll make things difficult on Oakland's offense. Because it is a legit, it is a legit, you know, awesome defense. Can Riverdale score enough points? Now, Oakland's given up some points here the last couple games, 29 and 24, which is, pretty uncharacteristic for them but then I think you got to look at the opponent look at the talent they're facing um, my thing is if you're if you're hitching up to the Warriors can they score enough points now you know they get a couple turnovers get the you know get the field position uh, to their benefit 
Uh, they probably they possibly could. I think it's the first time, though, in a long time. This series has been so crazy. It's been so dominated. You know, we are talking about Coach Fisher. Back then, you know, the teams typically, one would win one year, the other one would win the next. Kind of like when I was in school there at Riverdale. I think we went two and two against Oakland those four years. Um, this is the first time, though, when, you know, when Riverdale had its dominance. Um, then Oakland had, had a pretty good little dominance with Coach Alsop there. But even the year they won the state championship in 84, uh, they beat Riverdale the last game of the season, 14-7. to But this is the first time, I think, you go into this saying, hey, this one's worth going to. It's not going to be a blowout. We'll find out. Seagulls at Stewart's Creek. Uh, huge game for them. Losers out of the playoff hunt. Blackman at Rockville. Massive. Blackman can lock up a third seed. Smyrna at Dixon County, who beat uh, Laverne 44-34 last week. Overton at Laverne. It's put up or shut up for Laverne this week. Huntland at Eagleville. Eagleville can take a big step into securing the third spot in um, its region. And Webb at MTCS, who opened the season with three losses, has not lost since. So that's a lookup. What we got there? I had a pole somewhere. It's Oakland, Marable, Summit, Riverdale, Bradley Central, Collierville, Ravenwood, Germantown, Hendersonville, and Dobbins Bennett. So, Hendersonville team that uh, Oakland waxed week one, too, by the way. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. And Chip Walters will join us with the Blue Raider. Insider Report. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good afternoon. Quite busy, actually, on 24, coming in from Davidson County. As you come past Bell Road, all that traffic flow back into Rutherford County, out into uh, Coffee County as well, down the interstate, watch your speed. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks, Pirate Edition, coming up soon. Check it out, Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck, you're on time traffic. Premier Six Theater on Broad and Jackson Heights, showing all of your favorite movies. Call their hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Popcorn pop fresh daily. Their movie hotline, 896-4100, or go see a movie.com. Premier Six on Broad and Jackson Heights. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Halls Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Halls Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Halls Auto Care. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. 
Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. It's time. Show your true blue. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders! When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters, play-by-play voice of the Blue Raiders. Chip, what's up? Well, good afternoon, everybody. And interesting news uh, involving Conference USA, the American, and Sunbelt. We talked to you about this a little bit on Monday and Tuesday, but CBS is reporting that Conference USA on Tuesday sent a letter to American Athletic Conference Commissioner Mike Oresco primarily seeking support for regionalization of three group of five conferences in the wake of increasing instability amid conference alignment. Conference USA Commissioner Judy McLeod and CEO Board Chairman Neil Smatrix of North Texas addressed the letter to Oresco and AAC Chairman Michael Fitz, who is the president at Tulane. The letter, obtained by CBS Sports, calls conference realignment an inflection point to reimagine a more regional, student-friendly, and sustainable model for our conferences. A very Conference USA-type statement. CBS reported on Saturday that presidents were set to review a proposal regarding the benefits of reorganization from league advisor and former Big Ten and Ohio Valley Conference Commissioner Jim Delaney. Both AAC Commissioner Mike Oresco and Sunbelt Commissioner Keith Gill had told CBS Sports that they were against the idea before ever hearing it. The plan calls for schools from Conference USA, the American, and the Sun Belt to be reorganized by region. Basically, things that we have talked about before, and that is put them all back together and then split them back up. The redundancies of Conference USA, the AAC, and Sunbelt membership are clear, with the conferences each having members in many of the same states. For instance, the Sunbelt and Conference USA are almost typical, typically uh, duplicating each other. The, the Conference USA goes from Myrtle Beach, South Carolina to Arlington, Texas, while Conference USA goes from Norfolk, Virginia, all the way to El Paso, Texas. So, it's something that's been talked about by fans for a long time, and uh, even earlier today, 
uh, former college coach and now Sirius XM commentator Rick Neuheisel said it just made too much common sense. But then it comes down to money because the American is in a better position right now than either Conference USA or the Sun Belt. So anyway, that's out there and uh, something worth following here over the next few weeks. All right, softball due to inclement weather in the Nashville area. Last week, Middle Tennessee's game against Tennessee State has been moved to tomorrow, which is October the 14th, 2.30, set at the Blue Raider Field. Softball has also added a home contest against Wallace State Community College for Tuesday, October 19th, 4 o'clock, again, at the Blue Raider softball field. The game was added to replace a contest against Belmont that was postponed and eventually canceled due to bad weather. All right, uh, cross country. Men's and women's head to College Station, Texas on Saturday for the Arturos Barrios Invitational. They'll be hosted by Texas A&M University. This will be the final race for the program before the Conference USA Championships. All right, in men's tennis, the Blue Raiders will compete at the Illini Invite this weekend, hosted by the University of Illinois at the Atkins Tennis Center. Middle Tennessee will join Arizona State, Illinois, and Tennessee in a hidden dual format. No team score will be recorded. All of the Blue Raiders will travel this weekend to play singles and doubles. All right, that is it for this afternoon. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow. All right, Chip, we appreciate you as always. We'll talk to you tomorrow and remind everyone the Blue Raider Insider Report brought to each day by Wayne Blair and Rayborn Insurance, Steve Ruckert and RAI Advisors, and Mike Tanzel and my team insurance. We'll take a break and be right back. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence and service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family? Are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Uh, we're going to be joined now by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist. How are you doing today, Larry? Marty, I'm doing well. I'm up on the mountain visiting some old, old crossbow cronies, and hope we don't fade out. I think you lost me the first time, but hopefully the signal will hold up. You haven't been doing any noodling, have you? <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm getting kind of old to be noodling, I guess. Uh, <laughs> you, I guess you saw the story in the Murfreesboro Post. Yeah, I read your column about noodling. Uh, 
tips. Yeah, I don't know about... Monty, for the benefit of our listeners who might be getting a little worried, noodling is simply a way of, of, of hand fishing for catfish, where, where you wade along in the water and you feel under rocks and ledges and so forth, and and uh, and when you feel one, you grab it. So that, that's all noodling is. We can we can do that on a family on a family show, I think. Yeah, I, I, I'm like you. I'm like I'm like you though. What if you come out of there with a snake <laughs> or a snapping turtle? You yeah. you might turn from the noodler to the noodlee. That's right. But, uh, no, it was kind of a fun story. I, I enjoy kind of offbeat stories like that. I'm kind of offbeat myself, but. Anyway, thanks for reading. The Murfreesboro Post does a does a really good job, uh, Monty. They've got some several papers around Middle Tennessee, including the Nashville, Lebanon, Murfreesboro, of course. So it's a it, it's a good publication. I enjoy uh, I enjoy working for it. Yeah, enjoy your your weekly column. It's got a lot of good humor to it, and as Larry said, you can read it every Tuesday uh, in the Murfreesboro Post. All right, well. Um, I guess some MTSU, they've got through their tough stretch of football. Um, they're two and four, but um, they did beat Marshall. And I think they got a little easier side of their schedule coming up. I'm telling you, that Liberty bunch is awful tough. Arguably the toughest team Middles played this year. Yeah, Liberty, is a, as a, most of your listeners probably know, Monty, it, that, that's a serious a, a, a serious football program. They put some, some money into it, and it's a, it's a good football program. They were, I think they might have been nationally ranked at one point. And, uh, no, they're, they're a good team. But the, the Marshall win, that was, a, that was a, a, a awfully good win for the, for the Blue Raiders. Well, I think, what, are they uh, two and four, Monty? And like you say, they've got a, a if once they get by Liberty, they, they might have a chance to, to make a little noise. But. Anyway, they're probably doing about as well as they can do with you know coming back for some, with some losses and you know personnel changes and that kind of thing. So, so I, I think they'll have a decent season the rest of the way. You know, um, I was going to ask you something. You remember a guy? He played football middle. He coached at Riverdale out here years ago, named Dean Fisher. Were you covering football then? The name I remember the name Monty. That's all I remember about him. Yeah, well, he passed away. He was a fine man. Oh, sorry to hear it. Sorry to hear it. Yeah, he was a, 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 apparently a pretty good football coach from what I, you know, high school coach from what I, I followed. Now again, I just basically do remember the name. Yeah, he followed I'm coach. Sorry, sorry to hear it. He followed Coach Watts, uh, and then um, then Rankin followed him. So uh, anyway, um, the um, I didn't know if you knew him. I, I know Boots does, but. Um, moving on a little bit tennessee um you know if you looked at going into the year you would have said okay if they're gonna get to a bowl game they've got to beat missouri and south carolina for sure um and it didn't surprise me that they had beaten it it surprised me how they've just wiped the floor from with them i mean they've really offensively been in sync yeah, Tennessee's look better. We, of course, everybody assumed they'd be improved this year, Monty. I think they might be a little more improved than a lot of us thought. They're not a bad football team. Now they still got there's still a gap between uh, the Vols and the, and the elite of the conference. But uh, a lot of teams could say that. That's going to be an awfully interesting game Saturday, uh, uh, the Ole Miss game, in, in more ways than one. But that's going to be a real test for Tennessee. That's that's sort of an, uh, an upper upper level, mid mid level, if you will, opponent. And I think that's going to be a real test. But so far, so far, Monty, 
uh, you got to give them credit. I, I, I think uh, I, I think they, they might be a little ahead of schedule. Frankly, they, they played some pretty good football. I really like the quarterback. I I like uh, the more I, I see a hooker, the more I, more I like him. They're, they're I, I think they're on their way. They still got a ways to go, but I think they're headed in the right direction. Of course, they play Ole Miss this week, and I think the over under is in the low eighties. So, <laughs> I, I think the scoreboard operator will be kept busy, don't you? Yeah, he, he's 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 got a he's he's got a busy day ahead of him for sure. Um, this is a fun team to watch, and I've as I've said, Monty, I've always been kind of an Ole Miss fan. I'd pull for sort of the underdogs and got close with the program during the Chucky Mullins book, and I, I've always liked Ole Miss. And uh, so, I, but but it, it's going to be an interesting game. And as I say, the Vols are. Are improved and vastly improved, and maybe even a little ahead of schedule. So it's going to be an interesting, uh, interesting game Saturday. Yeah, it is. Um, so um, obviously, the big story: um, Alabama goes down, and you know, you, if you're a Texas A&M fan, you're you're ecstatic, but at the same time, you're scratching your head. How do we lose to Mississippi State at home? How do we get clobbered by Arkansas? Now, Arkansas's got a good team, don't get me wrong, but, you know, you've got all this big-time talent, I think 15 starters back, and you're good enough to beat Alabama, and, you know, upsets happen and things like that. But, boy, if I, if I was an A&M fan, I don't know what I'd be thinking. Mixed emotions, you're right, uh, uh, Monty. A&M up to last Saturday had been the, probably the most underachieving college football team in the country. We we're reading stories about that based on, on what was expected of them and where they had been to that point. Uh, they were probably the most disappointing major college football team out there. And then they come up and, and knock off Alabama, and it wasn't a fluke. Everybody who watched it uh, – a and M outplayed them. They came back from a from a block punt for a touchdown and ran the kickoff back, and that turned the game around. It seemed like the, the air just went out of Alabama. And you talk, and it was a fascinating game, Monty. One of the most intriguing games I've, I've watched in a long, long time. But you talk about a hill to climb now. Alabama's got one. They're fifth in the in the in the, in the rankings with a lot of football to play, and that that loss Saturday could very well keep them from getting a shot at another national championship. Uh, you know, they've obviously got to run the table now. They, there's no margin for error, including including when, winning the SEC championship game, assuming they get there. They, I, I think they've got to win the rest of the games, Monty, to, to, to get in the top four. And uh, and play for a national championship, and that's not that's not going to be easy. So that would you talk about a devastating loss uh, for Alabama. I, I don't, you know, that's that's about as bad as it as it can get. Yeah, it really is. And you know, uh, now they have um, in their time that Saban's been there, they've only gone undefeated twice. So I mean, they've done this, they've been down this road before, but. Uh, they will have some tough games, and you know, right now, I mean, I mean, it's easy to say this, but I mean, I just don't know how people are going to score many points on Georgia. No, I, you're, I think Georgia's got by far the best uh, defense in the, in the country, certainly the best I've seen, and the offense is getting better and better. So now they're they're number one and, and deserve it. Uh, but as far as Alabama. Monty, as I say, they've got to get some help from other people. You know, the four teams ahead of them are, are undefeated, and they got some some pretty good uh, football teams. You know, hanging on their shirt tail back in you know uh, sixth, seventh, eighth on back in there. So Alabama, if they if they stub their toe one more time, they're out of it. As I say, I don't 
I think they've got to run the table, win the SEC championship game, and even then hope that you know that these four teams ahead of them, one of them got to got to stumble. So it was a it was a just a, an earthquake type of loss for Alabama last Saturday. We're joined today by Larry Woody. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki from News Radio WGNS with a reminder that you can download the Weatherology app on your phone for the forecast at your fingertips. We can even send weather bulletins to your cell phone. Download the Weatherology app today. It's free in the App Store. Good afternoon. Quite busy actually on 24 coming in from Davidson County as you come past Bell Road, all that traffic flow back into Rutherford County, out into uh, Coffee County as well, down the interstate. Watch your speed. Ripley's Aquarium, Sleep of the Sharks Pirate Edition coming up soon. Check it out. Ripley's Aquarium of the Smokies.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way. Pizza. Your favorites can now be ordered online at SirPizzaTN.com. Carryout and delivery are available. Just go to SirPizzaTN.com and tap the location closest to you. Parks Auction. We handle everything. You have a staff that comes to your home. They tell you what to do. They walk you through it. It's been my experience that what I thought I should get for my home, I got much more for it. Visit our website at parksauction.com. Parks Auction, 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by Larry Woody, longtime sports writer, author, and columnist with the Tennessean. Um, Larry, we were talking about the uh, the Alabama loss. Um, you know, uh, every week though, it seems um, somebody has one of those type losses that kind of get you scratching your head a little bit. You know, is Oregon over uh, Ohio State earlier in the year, and then Oregon loses to Stanford. Uh, so. I mean, there's there's a whole lot of football to be played, and it probably, I mean, it, it, as you said, it's going to come down to last week. You know, it's not going to be etched in stone who's there, I don't think. No, I agree, and there's some, some awfully good football teams out there, Monty, and it seems like the talent level uh, seeps deeper and deeper every year. The talent's the, the dispersed a little more like we're talking about Liberty, for example. You know, a few years ago, no, nobody knew who, what, what a Liberty was, and now you know, they're, they're, they're respectable, pretty pretty good uh, college football team. So there's so many good football players out there coming through the high school ranks nowadays that uh, it, it's not like in the old days where Bear Bryant could go out and sign 80 of them and then, then keep half of them, keep half of them on the bench so nobody else could, could use them against him. Uh, nowadays, uh, there's a whole lot of talent, and it seeps awfully deep into the into, into the other into the football world. So there's a lot of lot of good teams with a lot of good players out there so I, I don't know that it's so surprising you know about upsets except for Texas A&M because you know, they, they were talented but as you said at the start Monty they really hadn't hadn't done anything they were so disappointing and then all at once 
on, uh, for a three-hour Saturday night, they played like everybody thought they would be playing all along. But, but back to your point, you're, you're right. There's a there's a whole lot of talent out there. It's dispersed, and I think we obviously we're going to see a whole lot more upsets as uh, as the season goes on. And that's great for 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 the spectators. It's great for TV viewing, and it's great for a talk show hosts like you, Monty. That gives us something to talk about. Absolutely, and you know you, you bring up Liberty again. Um, I was talking. I don't know, a couple of weeks with Andy Herzer, uh, who joins me uh, once a week. Um, uh, and we were talking about Liberty, and I said, you know, um, I'm watching a golf tournament the other day. It was a college golf tournament. And I look up, and, you know, it's Oklahoma State. I mean, it's the big dogs. Uh, Liberty's winning it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, their men's and women's basketball teams going to the NCAA tournament. Their baseball team played in the regional in Knoxville. Their football team has become a a big player, uh, and uh, well, that just comes down to money. They got money there. Right. If you so that's get, what I was thinking when you were were reeling that off. It, it's money. It, 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 nowadays, it comes down to money and liberty. The administration and the supporters, obviously, they, they they must have. They've obviously got a lot of it, and they're willing to spend it. And it's probably it, it's money well spent because we've got a couple of guys down in Tennessee talking about Liberty University right now. So uh, the sports program, the athletic program, puts the school on the map, and you know that's the reason a lot of those smaller schools, mid-level schools, make the investment they do to get their name out there. And so I think Liberty is probably a, a perfect example of a, of a school spending a whole lot of money and getting a getting a pretty good return for it. Yeah, you you brought up. Um bear bryant and how he could just sign all the players he wanted i read a book one time i don't even remember it was about him in alabama i don't remember the name of it but there was like a little excerpt in there where an assistant coach um goes to bryant and says what about larry woody and bryant says something effect he said he can't play and he was what Albert offered him, and he went, well, beep, 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 go sign him. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Like Barry used to say, they, they, they couldn't beat him if they were sitting on his bench. So he, And he made no secret of it. He would sign a lot of lot of players, that had some pretty good players, too, simply because he, he didn't need them, but he didn't want them playing for somebody else to, against him. So uh, that's probably why the NCAA finally had to put some, some limits on the number of recruits and the number of signees a school could have. They, they might, that might be the bare rule. But uh, yeah. but the the bottom line, like we're saying, Monty, the bottom line is it's dispersed the talent. You know, the one one school like like Bama can't hog them all. There's there's plenty to go around, and I think that's why we're seeing a lot of these programs rising to the top. They got some good some good talented players, like like those those so-called initial schools in Florida. You know, those schools have got they they they're they're turning out some good football programs down there. And it's it's simple. They're putting money into it, and they got some good players to, and they're getting some good players on the field. So it's, uh, but again, it, it's good for the. I think it's good for the sport, and it's good for talk shows uh, also, isn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> um, another thing about A and M, and I told some friends of mine the other night. One fortunate thing about my job, I've got to go to a lot of venues over the years. You know, I've been to um, Auburn's the only. SEC team MTSU has not played, but I have been doing an Auburn game. Great atmosphere. All those schools, great atmosphere. Clemson. But I tell you what, the loudest place I've ever been is Texas A&M, and they're playing MTSU now. 
and you know and it, it was just so loud and so they can create a tree a true home field advantage i remember um this is when boots was coaching before they even moved up to fbs and i mean they were down 28 to nothing you know before you knew what happened and then they scored well they tried an extra they tried a, a not an extra point uh onside kick well, it goes right to a guy named Dat Gwynn, who played for the Cowboys for several years. Well, it goes right to him. He runs it in for a touchdown. I'm like, boy, this is not going to be their day. <laughs> and it wasn't. And But, I mean, they, they even got fired up for MTSU coming in there. So Well, that's the famous 12th man that we, we hear about and read about and is on the, on the, uh, on, on, on the stadium wall, the 12th man, and it it, it – it it works. There's no question. It works. I I think the loudest stadium I went. I've been to all the SEC stadiums. I think the loudest one I was was in Monty was probably LSU. as a Saturday night game, and the, and the, all those wild, crazy Cajun fans. They were well lubricated by kickoff. And you talk about a, a place rocking where it, it and and, and uh, Neyland Stadium now. It's it, you know it, yeah. it's, it's not far behind, man. When you're particularly down on the field toward the end of a game, a close game, man, it's uh, it's like being at a, in a NASCAR uh, infield. With, and and it'll, be, it'll be roaring and rocking uh, Saturday, trust me, particularly when that coach named Kiffin trots, trots out on the field. So Neyland, Neyland's not far behind, but I, looking back, I, I believe LSU, I think Tiger Stadium is the loudest I've, I've, I've ever been in. It was the time I went, it was the first weekend you could fly after 9-11. And it's a night game. And right before they – nobody evidently didn't know this was going to happen. Uh, Lee Greenwood comes out and sings Proud to be an American. And as you said, the crowd was well-lubed, you know. <laughs> and, and, I mean, that place exploded. So, yeah, you're right. LSU's certainly a loud venue, too. Real quick before we get out of here, the Titans – um. Get the win at Jacksonville. Still not the stress-free win I'm looking for, but they did enough to win. Kevin Byard really had a big game, so I was glad to see that former MTSU standout. Yeah, he's had a, a, not just a good game, a good season, and a good career. He's, he's he's if not the best, one of the best defensive players they got. But uh, but this game Monday night, Monty, that's that's, what, that's a chamber of commerce game. That's what they were were bragging about when they when they lured the Titans here. Uh, Nashville featured on Monday Night Football. It doesn't get any better than that. And of course, they're playing maybe their best their best opponent of the season up till now. Maybe best best overall. So it's going to be a going to be a heck of a game. And of course, the Titans. Uh, about all they have to do is just just show up and 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 win the games they're supposed to win, and they they should win the division. I was I was looking forward on Monty. I double check this if if my math is correct. I think out of the four teams in, in the Titans division, the other three have a combined win, combined total of two wins between the, the other three. So if the uh, if the Titans just cross the, the, the T's and dot the I's the rest of the way and don't avoid any big, big upsets or too, too many of them, I, I think they've got the division almost wrapped up already. All right, Larry. Well, I'll get uh, let you get to your lunch with your buddies in Crossville. Thanks for joining us, and we'll talk to you soon. Always enjoy it, Marty. That's Larry Woody joining us today. That'll do it for today. Uh, Everybody have a great rest of the day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.
All Sports Talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.